Welcome to the podcast from the International Franchise Association, Franchise Voice. I'm your host, Jack Munson. Joining us once again, it's Matt Haller, CEO and President of the International Franchise Association. How are you today, my friend? Hey, Jack. I'm great, as always. How are you? I'm terrific. You've had quite a month. We saw you testifying in front of Congress last month. Tell us about that. What should everyone know about your your testimony and what can we do to support the efforts? Well, my my number one hope is that I did better than the Penn University's president uh, <laughs> and the rest of them. But no, no one's calling for your ouster yet. So um, I, I haven't so heard I think any you did just fine. Yet. Yeah. Um, but no, in all seriousness, it was a really great opportunity to deliver a couple of different messages to uh, to Congress and just to represent the IFA at the highest levels of governments. Uh, number one, you know, for anybody that's been to Washington for our Franchise Action Network lobbying day, I mean, you know how busy members of Congress and their staffs are, right? You've got people coming in every 15 minutes on a different issue topic asking for different things. So no one up there is waking up thinking about franchising. And so when you've got five minutes to deliver an opening statement like you do at these hearings, you know, you first have to kind of demonstrate table stakes like why is what is franchising number one we all know what it is because we're living and breathing it every day but they don't think about why franchising and why businesses franchise so i had to explain that um had to explain the economic impact of franchising and really unpack what a franchisor is responsible for and what a franchisee is responsible for and then kind of get into the issue of the day which is the joint employer issue and why that really throws a bit of a hand grenade in the middle of that franchise or franchisee relationship and that Congress has this choice to make. Through the Congressional Review Act, they have an opportunity to stop this from going into effect. And you know that's really the point that I wanted them to leave with. They have a choice. Um, you can stand up for franchising or you can stand up for joint employer. This is not about standing up for franchising or labor unions because franchising and collective bargaining can coexist, but franchising and joint employment cannot coexist. It feels like we're we're heading into a year that's going to be full of nothing but very toxic issues in the news and, and coming out of Washington, D.C. Is there anything that our membership can do to reach out to those legislators and, and, and really make sure that they're actually thinking about something like the economy and business and, and local businesses and things like that when all of the, you know, maybe more uh, uh, glamorous issues are, are really filling their heads right now. What can we do to keep them thinking about franchising and small businesses? Yeah, there's always the way to get in touch with them through the Franchise Action Network and, you know, sending that form email that we have. But I think more than that, you know, our members are pillars in their communities, and so many have developed actual personal relationships uh, with their members of Congress and their staffs through IFA events and local events that have happened over the years. And if you don't have one, we're happy to steer you in the right direction to make that connection. So I think if you've got an extra 15 minutes over the next three, four weeks, you know, between now and the end of the year and, you know, really into the early part of January, when this issue is going to be probably on the floor of the uh, U.S. House and Senate, uh, you know, reach out to anybody on the IFA team and just say, hey, I want to do a little bit more, right? Um, so reach out to me or anybody on the government relations team or anybody else uh, here, and we will make sure that we match you with a chief of staff to a member of Congress, uh, a U.S. senator. If you're in a really politically relevant place for us, because not not every district matters as much as 
uh, every other one. Uh, you know, we might even have something even more uh, impactful to do. We've had a number of our uh, franchisees and franchisor members uh, writing op-eds that are getting placed in some of these uh, districts and states. Uh, if you're in a place like uh, Maine or Montana or Arizona, uh, we're running what we call field programs uh, in those states where we're pulling franchise people together for in-person meetings uh, with senators uh, and with their uh, district offices. Uh, so there's all sorts of things going on that might not be, you know, in the emails that you're getting from the IFA. Uh, but we're always looking for hand raisers that want to do more. Um, but we know you're busy people and we want to make it as easy as possible. It sounds like Arizona could be a, a, a real hotbed for franchise activity. And coming up, we've got the IFA annual convention happening in Phoenix, February 17th through the 20th. What are some of the takeaways that you're looking forward to for this year's convention? Well, I think number one is we've got a whole new program, right? So, you know, every year we sort of rip this thing down to the studs and, you know, we build it back up to make it more relevant than uh, more relevant than it was uh, the previous year. We don't want the convention to just be on rinse and repeat. Uh, we know that every, you know, everybody's dollar, uh, you know, it's something that we're competing for. Um, and it's an increasingly competitive marketplace in the franchise events category. But, you know, our surveys tell us that the IFA convention is the single most valuable event that anybody attends in franchising uh, each and every year. So I think, you know, we always go into it with that mindset and we're always taking feedback from our members about how to continue to improve it. Uh, I think the most important thing this year that's going to be a takeaway is you know, every piece of content, whether it's a general session uh, piece of content or these new super sessions that we've developed or these breakout sessions that we'll have in all the different disciplines uh, is going to be looked at through the lens of Franchise Smarter, right? So that's our convention theme. Uh, we're in an era today where, you know, we all have a stake in improving franchising from within uh, and we have to deliver speakers and content that helps people, you know, deliver on that, right? And I always talk about the mission of the IFA is protect, enhance, promote. The franchise, the IFA convention is really the pinnacle of what we're doing to enhance franchising. So over four days, everything that we're putting together at this event is through the lens of how do you franchise smarter? How do you become a smarter franchisor? How do you become a smarter franchisee? How do you become a smarter supplier that supports that whole franchising ecosystem? I love that idea of franchise smarter. Another hot topic that I see on the agenda for this year's convention, and we're seeing it in a lot of articles and blogs and uh, other places, is um, responsible franchising. Tell me what that means to you and what should our listeners think about when it comes to responsible franchising? Yeah, what it really means at the end of the day for me and, and, and why we've leaned into this theme a little bit more is, is back on that enhanced pillar of the IFA mission, right? You know, we are only as strong as our weakest link in franchising and, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. So I'll use a lot of metaphors here, but, and my wife tells me that I mix a little bit too many metaphors <laughs> sometimes, but I, I think that just that means she's paying attention. That's really good news. Matt. <laughs> um, Responsible franchising, you know, in my mind, it means if you're growing and we are unabashed capitalists, 
right? We want our businesses, our members to grow and to make money. But when you're in franchising, you're in business, you know, to make your franchisees successful, right? And, you know, if franchisees aren't making money, franchisors aren't making money. We need franchisors that are growing the right way. And, you know, that's what we mean when we talk about responsible franchising. Um, And we're doing this and talking about this against the backdrop of the most aggressive administration and government uh, regulations that we've ever seen in franchising. And I'm not just talking about the labor unions trying to work their way in to the business model through things like the joint employer rule. I'm talking about a much more aggressive federal trade commission, a much more state regulatory environment um, in legislatures. Uh, and, And if we're not improving franchising and our members aren't thinking about everything that they're doing through the responsibility that they have uh, to ensure that they're growing um, with every stakeholder in mind from franchisees to employees, then, you know, we're, we're not doing our job. Right. Um, And that's keeping, that's a free market approach to uh, moving this industry forward in in a positive way. Last question for you today, Matt, what are you most proud of that the IFA and your team has done over the course of the last year to support franchising? Well, I I think if, like any franchisor would be proud of having, uh, you know, a a very high um, or 100% renewal rate, Um, you know, our members are going to vote with their pocketbooks. And, you know, they keep coming back for more at the convention, they keep coming back for more uh, in terms of membership, you know, different areas of our business uh, are really growing. Um, And to me, that's just a reflection of, you know, we continue to add value and people keep coming back for more. So we have record retention rates. We had a record convention last year. We have record membership uh, at the IFA. The education programs are growing like gangbusters. So, um, and we're delivering, you know, I think monumental wins on some of the big challenges we're facing from a government relations perspective. So, you know, I look at it that way um, and very proud of that and the team that we built that helps deliver that. Well, great job on a terrific 2023, and we look forward to a lot more in 2024, and we will see you February 17th at the IFA Convention in Phoenix. Thanks, Jack. See you there. Joining me once again is Richie Huffman, the CEO and founder of Celebri School. Richie, how are you today? Hey, Jack. How are you? I'm great. Looking forward to a big 2024. I know you've got a lot of expansion plans for Celebrity coming up. And one of the things that um, we're talking a lot about these days is that sense of building a community. And that can be with your franchisees and your locations and your students. But I, I like to think of it, too, as the new communities that you're moving into. How do you become part of of a new market or a new town or a new neighborhood that that suddenly you've got a franchisee building in? Right. I'll give you the exact same answer, Jack, that uh, when I asked the, the regional chamber of commerce, when I said, how do we get involved? And they gave me the, the very quick, easy answer. They said, just get started. And I was like, oh, okay. So uh, I'd like to start with that. But you know, when we go, you nailed it. I mean, it is not all about just going into a, a new state or a new county and just opening up a celebrity school and th- that only being our involvement in the, in, the, in the county or in the state. 
What we like to do, uh, first and foremost, even if we don't have a franchise partner in that state, we like to go in and set the groundwork up front. And what I mean by that is we go in, we meet with the regional chamber of commerce and say, introduce ourselves. This is who we are. This is what our plans are here. Um, we go to uh, and meet with the, the head of economic development, same format. Just let them know we're coming. We meet with the head of licensing um, for childcare, let them know that we're coming, we're here, how many schools we plan on opening. And then lastly, we really look for what is our philanthropic uh, opportunities here, which I love. So it's almost like a four prong approach for us. And, and once we do all four of those, we're pretty much know, you know, what we can offer this, this, this county or this state. When you reach out to those regional chambers of commerce or some of the other local leaders, do you often get the sense that other franchise systems that have moved into that area haven't really laid that groundwork before? Are, are they surprised to hear they're from you? They're shocked. They're shocked. They're like, Richie, nobody else does. And it, 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 it's amazing because I didn't realize how powerful the chambers are. I mean, they're extremely powerful, especially sure. for brand recognition and also getting uh, getting connections. Who, who else in this community do we need to know uh, in order to really make an impact? Because you're really talking about touching a lot of areas of, of a community real estate and education and other businesses that you may partner with on things down totally. the road. Those chambers know more about that town than you or I will ever learn. Totally. And they are, I mean, they're some, most of the times in some of these uh, uh, counties, Jack, the, the chamber and the economic development, they're almost uh, handed. They're almost one in the same. Yeah. Um, it's rare that they're separate, and it, it totally makes sense once you think about it. When you think about economic development, along with the chamber, which is responsible for you know businesses to grow within their counties, um, they should go hand in hand, and they do. You mentioned the philanthropic side of this. I hadn't really thought of that, but tell me what you do when you go into a new market. Are you looking for things where maybe there's a gap or or a need that 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 you and your team can go in and maybe help a local community with the easiest one for us and the one that we always go after first is the local children's hospital because okay. that is our business and um majority of the times you know we will have children within our care that will need their services so i'll give you a great example uh, we have one franchise partner in boston um, and we want we want to make an impact, and we want we want them to know we're coming. So we went we toured the Boston's Children's Hospital. Um, we brought our franchise partner along with us, um, just to, to find out that their child was uh, in a NICU unit at one point in the Boston Children's Hospital. So the relationships already began, and then uh, this Monday we're actually flying up there in Boston. One franchise partner. And we're one of the lead sponsors at their annual gala. Wow. So that, that's the kind of impact I'm talking about. That's amazing because, A, you're doing good things, but also there's got to be some good networking there. You're, you're, you're meeting new people and maybe, maybe learning new things about Boston that, that you or I would not know if we hadn't you really? know, 
participated in that. So totally. And and who are the ones that are in this community that are actually making a difference? And uh, they're they're the ones that we want to be a part of, get to know, and for them to get to know us. If another franchisor is thinking about expanding into, let's say, a new state, they want to move into Texas or Florida or or, or somewhere else. What's the first thing you would recommend to them to do in order to, you know, maybe they've done the research on what markets make sense business-wise, but what else should they do as far as preparing to reach out to some community leaders there? Where, Where do they go first? So again, we our our strategy, Jack, is that we're gonna we're gonna lay that foundation for them in advance uh, on the things that I just had mentioned. And we're Celebri as a as a company as a corporation is really gonna lay the foundation. If we just use the chamber as an example, we're gonna play at the regional level of the chamber, but we want our franchise partners then to play at the local chamber um, level. So that way we're, you know, we're seeing all the galas that are coming, all the big networking events that are coming so we can get brand awareness, but then be very uh, community specific with them participating in the um, in the local members. And I love that idea of your franchisees meeting up and meeting other business owners, not from the region or the state, but actually from maybe that neighborhood or suburb. Correct. Yeah, because that's where their schools are located and that's where the biggest impact's going to be. And, and that also, just to further that, I mean, once a quarter we go into the market and we sit down with all of those franchise partners and we talk about best practices under under our pillars of talent brand operations. But then we also talk about what are we going to do as a as as partners and franchise partners uh, in in philanthropic and giving back. And um, that's been really powerful. Yesterday, we were actually here in Maryland at the uh, Ronald McDonald House. Um, and we've decided that's going to be one of our corporate initiatives because there's a Ronald McDonald House in every single state that we operate in. Excellent. That is great to hear. A great organization that a lot of people in franchising uh, should should check out as well. Richie, if anybody has questions for you as far as some of the things that you're working on, areas that you're moving into, or maybe they want to talk to you and your team about franchise development, where's the best place we can send them? They can just email me directly, and that's rhuffman, H-U-F-F-M-A-N, at celebrity, C-E-L-E-B-R-E-E.com. And thanks to you for listening to Franchise Voice from the International Franchise Association. For more information, go to franchise.org.